Welcome to Family Features, a podcast for anyone who wants to experience healthy relationships within their family. This is Dr. Corey Gilbert, and I'm honored to come alongside you to encourage, educate, and equip you as we focus on the different relationships that make us family. Let's get started and focus on today's feature. Hello, this is Dr. Corey Gilbert with the Healthy Marriage Inner Circle and the Warrior Marriage Podcast, and today I wanted to continue our conversation from yesterday. We were looking at the Sacred Marriage book from Gary Thomas at Sacred History and looking at this term perseverance, a spiritual discipline that um, we need to kind of come back to and remember. So the last thing that I had up and I was talking through, and again, this is content that I tend to teach in my undergraduate courses that I teach. We're looking at this statement here. We looked at this truth in these scriptures and that to reject God's truth, Paul warns in Romans 2, is to risk God's wrath and anger, something that we tend to not um, even think is real sometimes. But then this quote right here, I'm still amazed at Christian men who can leave their wives and children nearly destitute financially so that they can pursue a new relationship, all the while trying to maintain the illusion that Jesus Christ is still Lord of their life. Is Jesus Christ the Lord of your life if you're adamantly sinning? you are committing a sin that's a really 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 important one okay so here's the ideal divorce by definition is a failure that's a strong statement I know it's a failure of love it's a failure of forgiveness a failure of patience or at the very least it's the result of poor judgment and choosing a difficult partner in the first place love that statement But many of us actually see divorce as an option. It's one of the options. I would dare say that's not the case. Yes, I've worked with people who've walked through divorces, and I have not helped them make that choice. I disagree. I actually think pending abuse, you know, that aside, I actually think most every marriage is actually redeemable and salvageable. Um, But when we surrender to God and we make choices that are not maybe what I want, and that's so difficult, we tend to put ourselves first. So, but... We are all failures at some point. This is really important because what we can do is we can easily judge and then just walk away. And that's actually not the point. Look at these words. Jesus' words are frequently severe. According to Matthew 5.28, I and virtually every other man alive must be considered an adulterer. One lustful look and boom, we've fallen. One angry exclamation, you fool. And according to Jesus, I'm in danger of being thrown into the fire of hell. See Matthew 5.22. This is so powerful. Jesus makes a number of harsh, seemingly unrelenting statements pertaining to how we should live. And there isn't a man or woman alive who hasn't broken some of these commands. But look at the life of Jesus and you see tremendous mercy. Have you thought much about that? Or do you just focus on the mercy and forget the commands? We're, on, we're all over the place on this. John 8.11 no, Lord, she said, and Jesus said, Neither do I. Go and sin no more. This forgiveness there. Luke 9, 62. But Jesus told him, Anyone who puts a hand to the plow and then looks back is not fit for the kingdom of God. Oof. Mark fourteen sixty six through 72. Suddenly Jesus' words flashed through Peter's mind. Before the rooster crows twice, you will deny me three times that you ever known me. And he broke down and wept. We are a broken people that need a savior, and we tend to choose poorly, especially when left to our own devices. 
think of that in the context of marriage when things are stuck and things just seem to never get better and man when I'm not around you I'm a better person and when I'm around you I feel like I'm just going to explode all the time or die inside or this gets messy here's a really important statement it's part of why I kind of split this up and wanted to come back to this it is going too far to equate leaving your spouse with leaving your faith it is going too far to equate leaving your spouse with leaving your faith. You need to be really careful with that. God is at work in their life just as much as they're in the work in everyone else's life. Even a non-believer, he's at work in their life, wooing them, and the Holy Spirit's job is to bring them. And then the crazy thing is he uses us in ways that just baffles me. There are certainly severe spiritual repercussions every time you break an oath. And one thing that makes divorce even more perilous spiritually, really important point, is that the marriage vow is an oath that is broken over time. It's not a one-time deal. It's over and over and over, and it devolves and devolves and devolves. John Gottman's research says it's a five-to-one ratio. Five good things to one hard thing in a, in a relationship, and we're pretty doing pretty well. Five good to one. When there's divorce, it's 0.7 to 1. It has devolved over time. Rather than being a sin of passion, so I commit a sin, something you, this is something you do uh, immediately and regret, divorce is a considered decision. You may not be thinking I'm heading to divorce, but it's decision after decision after decision that led to that 5 to 1 ratio shrinking to a 0.7 to 1, and now we have divorce with plenty of opportunities to reconsider and reject it. There's plenty of off-ramps of the road you're heading down. That's where I come in. That's where this comes in. That's where God always comes in. Get off the road. Get off that path towards destruction there of your marriage and get onto the road of building a very different life with a very different legacy. This makes it at best, this decision, a very dangerous choice spiritually. If you're choosing this over time, what is your priority? Are you really desiring to serve God and serving God and actually his child and wanting the best for yourself because you've surrendered to him? And we tend to the data we have as we watch behavior, we can see in behavior whether you're actually surrendered to him. And a lot of times that doesn't line up. Only God knows. Before a divorce is final, I'm usually going to encourage someone to hang in there, to push on through the pain, and to try to grow in it and through it. This is my hope and desire for you if you're in that place. And you're not alone. Get some help. It's, it's there. Happiness may well be um, beyond them, but spiritual maturity isn't. And I value character far above any emotional disposition. Many times in perseverance, um, I'm, I'm changed. And so here's the... Uh, the um, I guess the the most important piece of this because a lot of times what we do is we go well um, I'm going to persevere and then I'm going to get rewarded for it what if I persevere and I'm not rewarded for it I don't get uh, what I actually was persevering for it all falls apart um, another really important story is about Leslie um, page 116 in this book of Sacred Marriage by Gary Thomas and it talks about her husband leaving her and um, this the journey she went to continue to to try to restore right try to reconnect and try and he doesn't he won't and she keeps the reconciliation as the goal she's not out dating she's not out she doesn't take a ring off 
which is just a symbol, but for her it was important because it was a commitment she made to God too, not just to him. And he's off with other people and he's done and he's checked out and she persevered. And so in that season of a multiple years of her continuing to stay committed even to an unfaithful person that doesn't deserve it. I love, love, love this. As a special blessing, two years after Tim left Leslie, Leslie's father called her. I've watched what you've gone through, he said. I've seen how you reacted, and I want what you have. I've got chills. This was a profoundly moving conversation for Leslie, for, like Tim, her father had been unfaithful to his wife, Leslie's mother, leaving Leslie to grow up with the pain of a broken home. But all the anguish began to melt away as Leslie went through the Roman road with her father in a hotel room, and her father knelt down and prayed to receive Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior at the age of 62. There is an exalted truth in this conversation experience. What really happened was that by remaining faithful to an unfaithful husband, Leslie demonstrated the truth of a God who remains faithful to an unfaithful people. Her father had heard the gospel many times, but it wasn't until he saw it displayed in Leslie's life that he wanted it for himself. Oh, I love that so much. No matter what happens, may you be faithful. It doesn't matter what they do, what you do. My commitment to my wife is to be faithful whether she is or isn't. And hers is too, which makes it a pretty good deal at this point. But that's the goal, is that no matter what happens, if, if your spouse were to leave, you stay faithful. It's not, well, I'm going to go have an affair too. It's tit for tat, vengeance, any of that kind of stuff. None of that. There's no room for that. It's I'm going to keep being the person God's called me to do. Even in marriage, if they're just being a jerk all the time, you don't be a jerk back. If they're just silent treatment, not silent treatment back. It's no, you be the husband or you be the wife that God has called you to be, period. It's irrelevant, their reaction or reaction. And that's hard. It's a dark time sometimes. You need support. So make sure you get that support because that's a critical part of your, um, your success. I've mentioned this in some other videos too, but did I marry the right person? This is a spiritually dangerous question. Don't ask that question. It's too late. You may have married really, really poorly. Persevere. And in that perseverance, may you be the light of Christ in their life. And may beautiful transformations happen. May you be the light of Christ in your kids' lives as they watch you and watch the other person. And they have to choose. Do not ask this question of, did I marry the right person? Final thing, tell your marital story. Tell it to your kids, your friends, your brothers and sisters, but especially to each other. The more your story is implanted in your brain and the more it serves as a hedge against the myriad forces that seek to destroy your marriage. Make your story so familiar that it becomes part of the fabric of your being. It should become a legend that is shared through the generations as you grow a family tree that defies all odds and boasts marriages after marriage of stability, strength, and longevity. This is why I love to teach this class every fall. I've been doing this for, I've been teaching this class for 16 years or 15 years, I believe. Every fall, I'm reminded through the whole fall of all the scriptures about marriage and all the commitments and the importance and the priority, and it has reminded me of my commitment to my wife. And man, has that been a beautiful blessing that I'm so thankful for. Don't abort your history with a spouse whom God has called you to love. You are to love them, whether whoever they are.
Don't cheapen the experience of walking hand-in-hand with the God who can identify with every relational struggle you face. May the Lord direct your hearts into God's love and Christ's perseverance. May you win in the end um, by persevering as you seek God no matter what you do. I hope that I can help you with this beyond even this video. And if so, reach out to me at healinglives.com. We'd love to have conversations with you and see how I can better serve you. Um, also, feel free to join our Facebook group, facebook.com slash groups slash The Healthy Marriage. And let's um, continue this further and look forward to serving you to build a legacy and build a marriage that you're proud of. And also check us out on um, any of the podcast sources and you'll find The Warrior Marriage. Um, that's me. Bless you and bless your marriage. Thank you for tuning in to the Family Features Podcast. It has been an honor to serve. Find out more about Dr. Gilbert and his resources for you and your family's growth and success at HealingLives.com. And if you think you could use some support along the way, be sure to book that call at BookDrG.com. And one more thing, if you found this helpful, please share this podcast with others so that we can change the world.